Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Atlanta, Georgia, it's time for Association Leadership Radio. Now, here's your host. Lee Cantor here, another episode of Association Leadership Radio, and this is going to be a fun one. Today on the show, we have Edgar Hernandez with Atlas Collective. Welcome. Oh, thank you, Lee. Thank you for the opportunity. Well, I'm so excited to learn what you're up to. Uh, tell us a little bit about Atlas Collective. How are you serving folks? So one of the things that, that the, the, the major part of our mission is that we're taking on the responsibility of supporting and developing our small business community, especially uh, minority women-owned and veterans. So we, we focus on the development side of, of the, the business. And um, it's something that we, it's a passion, it's a love that we, we you know, it's not just a job or uh, just running an organization. It's just the, the we want to get this done for the community. So um, how did you get into this line of work? Were you always serving this uh, small to mid-size uh, business owner, this minority business owner group? No, I've done it for over 13 years. I was also the... Uh, LaGuardia Community College PTAC director. Uh, PTAC is an organization uh, that stands for Procurement Technical Assistance Center. So it's also part of 97 other PTACs around the country in Puerto Rico, Guam, and even in Hawaii. Uh, so I've been uh, in this field for a very long time. It's, um, it's something that I got into uh, uh, in 2008. And what, what we've been able to do uh, with that program is, you know, we do, we did over $800 million worth in government contracts, uh, especially during the pandemic, for example, uh, we were supporting businesses uh, that were pivoting into PPE gear, masks, and all the other stuff that was going along with the cleaning, janitorial, and everything. So during that phase, we did over probably over $200 million worth of work. Uh, so, you know, it's, it's a, it's a program that is designed to help businesses with the process of competing in government in the government space. Now, are the folks that you're serving, are they kind of first time entrepreneurs or these seasoned entrepreneurs that are just looking for additional revenue streams or maybe getting into govern government contracting? It, it could be, a, it could be, we, as long as they're viable uh, is that, you know, they're starting out, but they have an understanding because we want to focus on, the folks that are really geared up that they really want to succeed. Uh, some of them, uh, if we see that they don't have sort of things in place, they're just trying to figure out where they're going. That's not what we want to do. We, we love to invest our time in folks that have some direction they have. Uh, they're committed to, to the process and to the development. And, and that's who we work with. So is there any element that educates like kind of maybe that aspiring entrepreneur with the skills it takes to be an entrepreneur, or these are folks that have already kind of been around the block a little bit and they just need some help getting to the, a new level? It's a, it's a great question. It's a, a, in most cases, it could be either way. I mean, all the, let's put it this way. If not everyone, any, not every business owner knows everything, right? Um, government changes, policies change, regulations change. We do a lot of business development from the early stages all the way through. So it just depends on the initiative or the needs of the business community. So uh, we're able to, you know, one of the things that we do is that we actually adjust to the needs 
of the community at, at large. So say I have a consulting business and uh, I'm like, you know what? I bet you there's work to be had maybe in government and I've only worked in the private sector and I've only had private sector uh, clients. Is it possible for you to help educate me on the process to maybe tap into some of these government um, opportunities that maybe I don't have the skill to navigate that world? Because that's a, you know, you do one thing wrong there, you could be months behind. Like it's, it takes some help kind of navigating those waters for most business owners. That, that is correct. So, so in this case, let's say, how do we take your your business experience and apply to the government. That's what we are looking at. How do you sort of uh, communicate that? How do you sort of inform them in the way that the government speaks and understands, right? And that's how, that's the, that's how we need to transition into that type of language. And then the, the, the sort of the, not the, can we say handholding uh, is going through that process one-on-one to sort of focus on, on understanding what you're getting yourself into. But one of the things that we'd like to do first is that, do you have the capacity to compete? Do you have the understanding? Because there's two terms in government. You have to be responsive responsive and responsible. Do you meet those two criteria? If you do, then we can move forward. If not, we can say, let's just do more development early on before you get into this. Why? Because time is money. We don't want you to spend time on trying to go into government work, spending all this all these uh, hours, and then money goes along with it, right? Uh, so we like to avoid that and focus on what you're good at. So can can we play out a scenario like a, uh, an example? Like, okay, so my business is Business Radio X. We do this show called Association Leadership Radio. Right. Uh, one of our superpowers is we're able to do um, kind of podcasting at scale. So like we can go into your association and interview all your members, produce uh, good content that is going to be distributed in all the podcast directories. So that that's a business line of ours. How would I frame that for an, a government opportunity? Is that something that you would say, okay, I understand, or I kind of understand what you do. Let's see where there's opportunities there. Let me kind of go into a database and put podcasts. I don't even know how you would begin something like that. It, it, one thing, one, one thing to point out is that the government is, they are responsible for uh, spending the tax do- tax dollars wisely, right? They are not, they just don't throw it out. Uh, there's, there's always government spend that you could sort of, it's questionable, but they are responsible for our dollars. And the way, and, but in doing so, they have to play it out with the small business community or the community at large, the business community, because competition brings down pricing, but it also brings out opportunities when when there's certifications, all right? So, you know, so there's two play, you know, diversity, inclusion now is a very big topic and it's been for a while, but but you play those things out, but you have to go to market. That That's what the government is required to do. So there are websites, the federal website, Sam, uh, for, for New York State, there's the contract reporter. Uh, for the city of New York, there, there is the city record. Uh, for any county, that you live in, in, I mean, in Georgia alone, in Atlanta, there's a lot of work coming out of there, right? Um, there's also, for example, they're building a new, uh, the airport, am I correct? The airport is getting redone after so many years. 
and but also there's messaging in for you for your services there's messaging right how do we get the public to know about let's say about the new airport um modifications how do we communicate that to the public do you have a a viable community and you can actually pitch that to the government you can say i have a following of x i have ten thousand listeners right that would play out and say, oh, wow, you know, we can actually contract out Lee and his team to do that kind of work for us because we want to make sure that we reach as many people as possible. Now, is it something that you're you're just saying, hey, Lee, here, go look in these four places? Or is it something that I can go, hey, I want to partner with Atlas Collective. Are you going to go in there and do this for me? Like, is it a do it yourself? Is it a do it for me? Is it do it with me? Like, how, how do you interact with your... Um, participants we are doing it with you we're going step by step we're reviewing the rfp we are answering all your questions we're confirming if you have everything in place to be responsible and responsive right do you have uh, the right accounting system to keep track of your of your uh, transactions with the government do you have the right insurance so we're sort of doing all this pre-check before you get in so because we don't want you to waste your time but once we check off on the, the major requirements, we can say we need to move forward. Uh, and it's a, it's, that's when you can initiate and go, and go with the opportunity. Now, do you help businesses get um, government grants or government loans? Um, because each of those has their own uh, headaches when it comes to signing up for. And there's a lot of, I mean, there's so much, this is what I've heard. I mean, I haven't pursued this really, but there's so much documentation there's so many opportunities for you to make a mistake in filling out the documentation. And if you make a mistake in some cases, you're like back to square one. Yeah, you're so right. And that's why, you know, for example, we uh, Atlas are uh, funded to support businesses with the New York state recovery, small business recovery grant. Right. And we help it with the entire process. It's a con it, it, I mean, the state has done a great job of explaining what the requirements are, but not everyone and not every business understands that. And we deal with businesses from, you know, from just in from, you know, small to all the way medium to large, um, up to two point five million dollars in gross receipts. And we can see it throughout that uh, a lot of them still, you know, this new sometimes it's new jargon or. They don't understand how the government interprets uh, the information. And that's why, you know, we've been tapped to do that. Uh, and if, if for us, we'd like to explain that. So when we sort of go through this, you become more compliant or, or, being, or you're in compliance for the next opportunity, either if it's for grants, the, uh, the SBA uh, programs that are out. And there's also confusion also with grants and loans, there are grants which don't have to be paid back and there are loans. And also grants are not, the, the grants that are coming out are for viable and operating businesses, not for new businesses. So, you know, there's this mister, you know, this is where we get into the weeds, right? We try to explain as best as we can in order for businesses to, to, to move forward. So now if a business comes to you and says, I need help or I want to pursue this, what is the kind of, how does the relationship unfold? Like what does an onboarding look like? 
the, the, the most simplest thing is that we ask you to fill out our, our registration uh, uh, form online, and then we can get started immediately once we receive that application uh, because we need to confirm your location, uh, your gross receipts. Uh, so we start pull, doing all this uh, pre-assessment. Uh, so, so when we get into the conversation, we're well-versed, and then we put all the pieces together. Now, is you mentioned that this this is a it's a nonprofit, right? That is correct. So, how, how are you funded? Is this do I pay a fee for the service? Is this um, you have your own kind of uh, funding source? Not at this time. We, we are funded by New York State for this initiative for the grant program or the TA program, and then we are moving into a subscription model for so for a lot of our services based on gross receipts. Um, our mantra is to think collectively because we want to build a community or, of business owners that can perform in the private and government sector. That is part of our mission. So, so we base, so if you're, if you're starting out, you can get all the services for a very nominal fee and you can have an advisor uh, sit with you and go through this entire process. And then from there, um, if you're growing the business, we also want to grow because we want to use those funds to reinvest back into the community, more programming, more resources. Uh, for example, we want to uh, put together a loan program for businesses to have working capital. So when they have those small jobs that they really want to perform on, they can borrow that money and repay it back. So we are developing new programming, new initiatives, new opportunities to connect businesses. Now, right now, are you only serving businesses in New York State? Right now in New York State, uh, we're looking, once we build up our, 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 our collective, we are going into New Jersey and probably several other states. But we are uh, geared up for New York at this time. And is there any kind of industry that you're looking at right now, or is it kind of fair game across the board? Like, say, I have a cybersecurity business, or I have a janitorial service. Are, are either of those or both good fits for you? Or are there certain ones you want to stay away from, or is it kind of anybody can, uh, you know, at least inquire? Uh, it's all it's fair game. Uh, we are not industry specific. Uh, I've been doing this for a long time and never focused on one industry. If we get a grant or, or a fund to do that, yeah, we'll do that. But we built an organization that is for everyone. And because right now you see a lot of organizations that are you know, focused on research and development, um, technology. But what about the other, the mom and pops? What about the small businesses? Where do we develop them? And that's why we that's why I started this organization is really to focus on that um, grassroots, uh, you know, from from bottom to up where we can develop them. And what that does is adds more jobs, increases payroll and and reduces the the amount of, uh, 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 you know, businesses that close. We want to that's where we want to be and we're good at it. Now, do you think that the business owner uh, who hasn't kind of explored getting into doing some government work is missing an opportunity that that most businesses should at least take a shot in this area? They they should. Look, during COVID and and one of the things I said to my one of my colleagues in the the business in the field, 
is that we're battle tested, right? Uh, what does that mean? Is that when we came on board in 2008, uh, it, it, this is what, you know when I got started in the field, it, we were dealing with the uh, with the financial crisis. Then after that, Hurricane Sandy, uh, and but remember, and now we're dealing with COVID. But the government hasn't stopped, right? The government hasn't stopped buying because they need to spend in order to keep us secure and to make sure that we have the viable services, no matter what is going on. So the government is recession proof. They should give it a shot, but is it the, is it, it's all about timing. Are you ready for it? Because I've had businesses that want to go into this field and they're going too fast. And then I, and then I pump the brakes and I'm like, you're not ready for this. And they're surprised that I'm telling them that. And, I'm like, if you go into this now, you would fail, and then you are out of money that you might not be able to recoup. And and that's the honesty that we bring to the table. Uh, so so just to just to make sure is that we want to. This is where we do all the pre checks before you go in. So what is your um, kind of maybe the story, the most rewarding success story you have of, of helping somebody maybe get into this and then it takes their uh, business to a new level? Uh, uh, you know, sometimes I just don't, I, sometimes I don't focus on the dollars. I focus on the effort, right? Did the person do the things that we talked about and they were able to succeed, but but just to touch on one, um, we were able to take a business that um, that wanted it, that during the pandemic didn't really know how to deal with government and was just really struggling to understand how that process worked with the federal government. And what we did is that we actually sat there and went through the entire process with them and also protected them from um uh, for making mistakes early on and the, their business, they generated over a hundred and something million dollars. And now they have expanded even at, even at this time have expanded to a huge facility in the Brooklyn Navy yard. And now they are actually doing all the gowns for the city of New York. So we took a, a, a garment business that wasn't even focused in that field and we're able to really get them up to speed on, on government work. So that, that's been very, uh, very fruitful. Uh, and it always touches because during the pandemic, I actually, my wife would kill me because I'm actually working at late at night trying to answer questions on how, the, how to approach the government. And we were able to get that done. So what do you need more of? How can we help you? It's just to get the word out. Um, we want to, you know, the collective is make, is to make sure that we bring partners uh, from all levels, big companies, large companies, small companies. We want people to understand that by working together, we can make our, our economy stronger. We can make our nation stronger. And every, everyone, want, you know, the goal of a small business is to get to that next level. So why can't we, what we need to do is support each other. Amen to that. So if somebody wants to learn more, uh, what is the website? Uh, www.atliscollective.org. Atliscollective.org. That is correct. And then what about like on LinkedIn, if somebody wants to connect with you? LinkedIn is uh, 
you know, my name, Edgar Hernandez. It's, it's, it takes you straight, a straight shot on Instagram. It's a really, it's our mantra, uh, at think collectively. And if we need to get a phone call, it's 516-636-1090. Well, thank you so much for sharing your story today. You're doing important work and we appreciate you. Thank you very much, Lee. Keep up the great work. All right. All right. This is Lee Cantor. We will see you all next time on Association Leadership Radio. (laughs) 